Welcome to the Inner Healer Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Stewart. Your inner world creates your outer world, and we're here to talk about how you can transform from the inside out. I'm a kinesiologist, mind-body medicine practitioner, healer, conscious business mentor, and teacher. I work with everything from the scientific to the energetic, the spiritual and the metaphysical to empower, inspire and uplift you and give you the knowledge of your own inner healing gifts. I'm so honoured to have you here. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Inner Healer Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Uh, It's a bit of a personal one. I've been reflecting back on my business these last few days, where I came from, where I am now, and also the journey that led me here. And one of the reasons for this is over the next five weeks, I'm getting to live out a long-held dream to work while I travel. So I'm recording this on the day I'm leaving Australia, so you might not hear it until I'm a little way into the journey. But I'm heading back to Europe, to Denmark, which I consider my second home, as well as traveling through some parts of Germany and Switzerland. And I'm going to be teaching and seeing my clients throughout this time, which I'm really excited about. And I've been reflecting that this has really been 10 years in the making since I first set this goal and all the little steps in between. I was living in Denmark at the time. I was still working in the commercial film industry. I was coaching a little bit on the side and I had these big sheets of colored paper and I wrote down everything I wanted my business to be and what I wanted to create. And I had no idea then how I could actually make that happen. I didn't even really know what I was going to be doing. At that point, I'd only done a couple of coaching courses. There wasn't an inkling that I was going to be a meditation and mindfulness facilitator or a kinesiologist. However, what I did know is that I wanted to serve and help others. There'd been a growing dissatisfaction over the past 10 years being in the advertising industry, and it had felt very soulless, like I wasn't really making a contribution to the world, and I wanted that to change. And when I was writing all this down, I remember writing down all the things I wanted my clients to experience when they came to see me, how they felt, how they shifted and transformed. And all of those things haven't changed. In fact, I still have those big sheets of paper and I read them from time to time. And while some of the nuance may be different, the overall objective remains the same, as has much of the vision for how I wanted to work within my business. And one of the reasons I wanted to share all this today is because I know so many people who are beginning their own businesses, many in the wellness industry, whether becoming teachers themselves or practitioners, as well as other people wanting to work in more heart-led conscious businesses. And even if you don't have a business you want to create, perhaps there's something new that you want to venture into and you're not really sure how to start. So I thought I'd share some of my own journey and what I did, particularly in the beginning, in the hope that it might give you encouragement to begin or to keep going. And I do that because often the hardest part is the first step. It can feel really daunting. 
You might look at others who are doing similar and they can seem so much more progressed than you. However, they had to start somewhere too. And what I always say to my mentoring clients and my students within my trainings is take a small step, then the next and the next. You just have to get started. And there's a great quote by Carrie Fisher that I love. What's important is the action. You don't have to wait to be confident. Just do it and eventually the confidence will follow. It's a bit like stretching and building a muscle. The more you're willing to get out of your comfort zone and expand, you get more comfortable being out of it and taking that action. And it can be the tiniest step forward, but that action is what will build your courage. And even if you don't know what the next step after that is going to be, trust if you make the first one that the next step will be shown to you. I've seen this happen time and time again when I've just had that courage to step forward and I know that it can be the same for you. So you don't have to know the whole path or the destination. In fact, if you did, you'd probably lose some of the magic and the evolution of how life can develop in ways that are unexpected. And I'm actually really glad I never had a specific timeline. I certainly had goals and I set myself time frames, but in terms of actually being set and achieving the bigger goals and picture, they've been a little bit more open. And back then I really didn't know how I would make my dream business happen. And it's still a work in progress. A lot of the start was really just giving things a go and seeing how it worked out. And in 2013, when I was first beginning, as I mentioned, I just completed two coaching courses and I decided to create my first blog. And it went to 17 friends. That was my entire mailing list at the time. And my website was essentially my blog. It was very rudimentary, but it was a beginning. But it was so scary to press that send button. But I set myself a goal to send out one email per week for six months. And it was amazing how much it grew in a short space of time. And over time as well, it's ultimately become the monthly newsletter that I still send out to my clients to this day. I also remember teaching my first meditation and mindfulness classes in 2016. I talked to teachers who'd been facilitating for four or five years or more. And that seemed like so much experience compared to where I was at. And it seemed so daunting. Yet now I've been teaching and sharing these practices for seven years. It almost seems surreal. I now even teach others to teach. But back then in that first year, I was so nervous. I'd sit in front of a class and it was like I'd go from zero to 100. How I looked calm teaching was beyond me. And I'd prepare for an hour or more before each class. The fear was so present but I wanted to teach so badly that it was worth going through it. And that's another reason that it's important to know your why and why you want to do what you do, because otherwise it could be really easy to give up. But when you have a reason behind what you're doing and you have a deeper purpose, it becomes bigger than you in a way and it gives you the motivation to keep going. And now teaching is something that I find comes with ease. I know the teaching so well, the preparation is short, it's instinctive. It's a very different process to when I began. But it was the continual showing up and doing the action that created that shift. But I do want to say preparing and practicing in those early days 
was so vital. I would practice over and over and over. And even to this day, if I'm facilitating a new workshop or new material, I'll practice many, many times. So it gets into my body and my brain by repetition. And that has served me really well over the years. I would also give and share a lot for free in the early days, which was a wonderful way to build connections because I'd get myself out there, it built up a body of work, and it also built trust in myself. I did this with coaching initially, with teaching, also with kinesiology at the outset. And those hours spent are incredible to build your knowledge and your comfortability with what you're sharing or offering. And this stage doesn't necessarily have to be a long period. In fact, I recommend it's not. You do need to get out there and to start to earn money for your business, but it's a great way to get started. And the next major step for me was the decision in 2016 to draw the line in the sand to totally change careers. I had been teaching and coaching on the side, but I knew that to make any significant headway in my new career, that I had to leave my old one. So it was pretty much sink or swim. So for me as a film producer, it was a 24-7 job. It wasn't something that I could cut down hours on. So it had to be an either or choice. And while this is certainly one pathway, it's not always one I would recommend. If you do have a job that isn't all-consuming and helps you pay the bills, and even if you can go part-time gradually, I highly suggest this is a great way to do it. Still, for myself, while those first years, I'm going to be honest, were pretty tough, it also helped me to do my double diplomas in kinesiology and mind-body medicine and also teach with relative uh, flexibility. I could say yes to all the opportunities that came my way and that as well helped me to know what I liked doing in the beginning. It helped me to build a network And over time, I had to become more discerning with what I said yes to. But initially, that ability to say yes to everything gave me a really broad experience. And I was very grateful for that. But I do remember the day I knew my film production career was truly over. I was asked to produce a short film for TED, as in the TED Talks. It wasn't a talk itself, but it was a 10-minute video that would play at the conference. And it was for a great director I knew, and the lead talent was my own meditation teacher, and it was all about meditation. So I was like, amazing, both of my lives joining together. Because I'd considered at one point that maybe there was some middle ground between the two. And despite the film being all about meditation and my teacher, all the same things I'd grown to dislike about my old job were still present. It was the universe saying, this isn't it. So that was my last production job and I never looked back. And since then, there've been so many firsts and daunting things to tackle. My first kinesiology clients, facilitating workshops, both for corporate and for my own clients. There was this constant steep learning curve, putting myself out there on Instagram and my newsletters having the courage to sell, which I know many people who are starting their businesses, particularly if they're a practitioner, find very daunting. There tends to be a lot of fear around being judged. And that's one of the biggest fears my mentoring clients go through, that fear of being judged. And I totally recognize that as I felt it too. It's a really sticky one. 
It's vulnerable to put yourself out there. But it's having the willingness to show up anyway. And one of the best pieces of advice one of my own mentors at the time told me is that you're not for everyone and that's okay. I remember the first time someone unsubscribed from my mailing list, I was literally devastated. I took it so personally. But what she said at the time is that you'll attract the people that are ready to hear what you have to say. And it's good that the ones don't drift away as it creates this space for the people that do want to be there. Yeah. So you can't take it personally. And now people come and go off my mailing list and I don't even notice. One thing I did do though is turn off the unsubscribe notifications as it does feel a little heartening to receive. But now I don't even think about it. It's just a number on my mailing list program that's there. It goes up, it goes down, but predominantly it's always going up as new people find me and join. I also tell my clients, if you don't let people see you or tell them what you're offering, how can you help them? There's someone out there that needs what you have to offer. But if they don't know how to find you or what you're offering, they aren't going to be able to use your service. Yeah, You're not going to be able to help them. So I really encourage you to let yourself be seen. I found it daunting too and very difficult at first, but then it almost becomes second nature after a while. So don't hide yourself away. Another great piece of advice I received is to seek the opinions of those you know and trust that will be honest and open with you and constructive. They're the kind of people you want to surround yourself with and have as your mentors. And I've been so lucky to have been surrounded by great mentors and people that aren't afraid to tell me how it is, but do it with love and with my best interests at heart. And they've also been full of encouragement and the desire to see me succeed and my biggest champions. So seek those people out when you need feedback and not the occasional critique you might get on social media. Because another great saying is don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. One of the other things I also had to learn is to let go of being a perfectionist because perfectionism can play out in a few different ways. Firstly, it's likely to stop you from taking chances. You could sit back and not give something you wanted to do a go for doubt that it won't be perfect or not good enough. Uh, Another way it can play out is spending hours refining something and either not sending it out into the world or losing so much productivity and time because you get fixated on it being perfect. However, there always has to be a starting point. And in fact, when you can let go of being perfect, It opens you up to being authentic into the uniqueness of what makes you special. And know that sometimes you will make mistakes and that's okay. Even people that are super successful have all had their failures too. You just might not see them. They've just had their resilience to pick themselves up and start again. None of them came out of the gates as polished or as confident as they may now seem. We're all human. We make mistakes. We all go through challenges. So remember that humanness within you and be kind. And don't give up and consider it a failure because you had a misstep. It happens. Just begin again the next day and start where you left off. I've had plenty of those in my business or times where I felt like I hadn't done the right thing or said the right thing, but it's all part of the learning and the growth. 
And rather than let those things hold you back, let them be the catalysts into deep understanding of yourself and your business. So this episode is really about encouraging you to go after what you want. In many ways, there's lots of new beginnings that are always happening, whether it be within your business or your life. And if you're wondering how to start or if you feel fear, which by the way is totally normal when you're getting out of your comfort zone, it's the old feel the fear and do it anyway. In fact, I like to say that fear can be an indication that you're facing the right direction. Because if you didn't care about something, there wouldn't be any fear. And you may have heard me say before that the feeling of fear and excitement in the body is very similar physiologically. It's just that fear is a projection of something in the future going badly, whereas excitement comes from the projection that something will go well. So rather than worrying about all the things that can go wrong, look at all the things that could go right. Take that chance, take that step. Yeah, sure, sometimes it won't go as you planned. But if you don't risk anything, you also risk not living your dream or not creating or achieving what you want in life. And as I look back over this past 10 years, I'm so pleased I took those risks. Yes, at times it was incredibly uncomfortable, but it was worth it. And the fact that I'm about to embark on that goal I set so long ago is surreal and exciting and scary again all at once. In fact, I'm feeling a little emotional saying that because the business and I are still growing, yet it's really lovely to be able to acknowledge those small beginnings and everything that has come together to make the whole So I hope this episode gives you the encouragement to keep doing all the little things as they grow into big things. Embrace the journey. If you have any questions about my business journey or have specific things you'd like to know, uh, feel free to shoot me an email and and I might cover them in another episode. But that wraps up this one for today. I have to do the last minute things before I go to the airport. And I really hope you got something out of it, no matter where you are in life. It's really an honor to have you here. If you need support with your business and want to talk about mentoring with me, send me an email or Kinesiology can also help benefit you to get out of those blocks to starting. Uh, Please do share if you found this episode helpful. And if you feel called, I'm always so grateful for a review as it helps this podcast to grow. Take care, everyone. Bye.